Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. You do get something where it's like, hey, if you work for free, that works. Like, don't think that you're so valuable that you can't work for free because you're going to learn lessons that are going to make you way more than they would have paid you anyway. All right, we're back for episode three, and uh, we are pumped. We absolutely love this show. This is like one of the best parts of the week. and get a chat. We actually chat for a few minutes before we even record because... It's just fun to, to hang out and be able to talk to somebody that's going through the same things. But uh, um, we're going to talk about a trip I just got back from from speaking. Michael's got some questions for me, so I'm ready for you, man. Dude, so Zach, yeah, I saw on your social. Well, you told me like weeks before that you're speaking at Ryan Pineda's event. And man, first of all, congratulations. You know, Thanks, super amped for you because it, <laughs> it makes me think about like where, where we started and you know, the struggles that we were going through and just seeing you um, get to that level so far. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome to see. So congratulations on that. Um, so, dude, I need to know, like, how how did that happen? I mean, how, how were you able to, first of all, reach out to them and then second of all, speak at the event? Yeah. Yeah, so, and we even told this story, Ryan told this story because it's so simple, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but um, like how I reach out to clients now, like working with Evan, it's given me a lot of confidence. Like I work with the, like we we work with the best now. I'm like, okay, cool. So I reach out to the best. Um, it was literally a cold email, um, just reached out to Ryan's email and I, I use like Hunter.io and some things like to try to find the right email, hoping it goes to the right person, but it really always is just, hey, I love what you have going on because I only want to work with people that I really like their content because I'm going to be watching a lot of it. Um, and then just say, hey, I have, you know, three big ideas for you that are going to help. You know, is this the right place to send it? And it was really that simple. He emailed me back like an hour later. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, a lot of people at that level don't even read their own email, let alone answer at, I think I emailed them at like eight o'clock at night. Um, so, you know, we we're on the phone the next day, a call. And I thought this was interesting because this is just how I do things, but it was like a free coaching call for an hour. And at the end of the call, Ryan brought this up when he was telling the story. He's like, I had to ask the dude what, like how much I had to pay him to work with him. Like, cause I just kept giving value and value and value. And at the end he's like, okay, so where's the pitch? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I want to work with you. What does it cost to work with you? And so... I mean, they're pitching me on working together and I didn't used to do that, but I do now and I don't know, it works well. It, like I don't need the business. Ryan Pineda is one of those people that I was like, I really, really want to work with you, but if I don't, I'm fine. And having that mindset, I think helps whether you do need the money or not. Um, but then he's been getting a lot of value. He runs a Tykes event uh, once a quarter and he has like a wealthy creator, a couple of things like that. He's like, dude, it'd be really cool if you spoke. I was like, okay, when is it? And he told me it was like, like two or three weeks from then. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, booked a ticket, went out. Um, I paid my own way. He didn't pay for anything. Um, but yeah, just got to speak about you know building. I actually spoke about the three shows um, that you should do on your YouTube channel if you want to build your business and your personal brand. Um, but I had so many people come up to me afterward and like, hey, I want to work with you. Bunch of them are like normal level clients. Bunch of them are following me and i'll probably just hop on free calls and help out anyway but um it was a blast that's awesome dude that's awesome so like you know i you know i'm, I'm a big ryan Pineda fan listen to all his podcasts watch his youtube videos so like what was he like in person like when you for the moment you got to his offices you met him in person shook his hand i'm sure like what was he like yeah. what, what was that experience like ryan is one of those people that I mean, one in a million, like truly, um, you know, talking to him on the phone, 
I mean, the dude is, you know, super successful and very young for how successful he is. But on calls, he under like he knows that I know what I'm talking about better than he does, and he's 100% cool with that. He's like, yeah, let's do that. Cool. Like, if that works, yeah, let's try it. He has no qualms with trying to be better all the time, and he does that with everything. It's not just me. Like, there were other people there that had similar experiences to me where it's like, yep, he just hired me. He learns from the best. And so super humble, down to earth, but a force of nature. Like he, um, you know, talked about a couple of cool projects that he has going on. And I was like, okay, like I already work with him. He's invited me to some of these meetings that I shouldn't be in unless I've paid a good amount of money. But, you know, we work with him. So he's, he's kind that way. But I was like, okay, I've got to, I've got to buy in. I've got to get on in on these projects because I believe that he's going to be a billionaire. Like I, I don't have any doubt in my mind that he will get there. Um, so wow. he's just very, very cool guy. I uh, would love to be around more people like that because that helps you level up. Like the people there that I was like, oh, you seem lower, le- lower level compared to the other people here. Tell stories about dropping, you know, tons of money on different things. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not understanding the level, the ranking system here because yes, you are lower, lower level, but the people that are higher than you are, I mean, everybody's really, really successful in that room. And so being in those rooms more often is definitely on my my goal list now. That's a, that's awesome, dude. So like, um, I, I don't know if you can talk about it on here, but what yeah. what specifically are you going to be helping him with um, as far as uh, your business goes? Yeah. Um, so I mean, really, all of the clients that I work with, it's it's the YouTube strategy. It's figuring out like in the education space, and this was interesting because um, Omar Altakori spoke as well. And no. there, there's, I mean, it's two sides of the same coin. Like think media, Omar, very, very good at search-based content. Very, very good about certain things. I don't do search-based. We, we do education. We do entrepreneurship. We do, you know, suggested content, long content, podcasts. I, I spoke about podcasts and everyone's like, oh, you're the podcast guy. I'm like, well, yeah. Like it, it was really hard to explain to people that I'm a YouTube guy, but I like podcasts because they fit all the criteria that we're looking for. So mm-hmm. you know, I have to have a podcast, but it makes it a lot easier. Um, but it just, you know, making sure that he understands what to do in those videos to build his businesses, to make money, to build his brand, to keep people watching longer, to get like just deep diving into all of that. Um, I think it's really hard cause I can give a lot of basic principles with anybody, any content that we make, we can do that. But if I can see all of your data graphs, I can see what's working, what's not. And I can see, Hey, when you do a call to action to this program and this program at the same time in the same call to action, people drop off and we lose them permanently. So instead let's try this. Those are the things that I'm, I'm working on with clients. That's awesome, dude. That's, that's really exciting, man. I mean, I'm sure he's, he was on your list of, of dream clients to work with, uh, before. Um, so like going into speaking to, to the audience now, so you're there, you have Mm -hmm. your speech prepared. I mean, what was the process like of, uh, I'm sure you're, you're a little, you're a little nervous, uh, Mm -hmm. getting into it. So like, what was your process of preparing or figuring out what you're going to say, the message you're going to say, and like kind of that experience? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought about it for a few days and I was like, okay, like I looked at the speaker list and I was like, okay, we've got like Pace Morby and Cody Sanchez and like some big names. I'm like, oh, okay. I want to get them as clients. This was MVP day. This was before the main event. So a lot of them weren't even there. And so I'm glad I went into it like this, but I I prepared more for beginners. I was like, okay, like talk to Ryan. He's like, yeah, they're, some of them are doing well. Most of them are just getting started. Like, okay, cool. So I, I took four days and I planned this thing in my head. Didn't know if I'd have slides or not. So I didn't actually bring any because it didn't sound like it. And I didn't 
so I'm glad I didn't spend the time. But met with Evan like 10 minutes before, and <laughs> he's like, what, what do you plan on talking about? It's like, uh, do this, this, this instead. Seven minutes. Like, went through it. And I was like, that is so much better than what it took me four, hours, four days to come up with. <laughs> uh, but I shared that, and I had so many people come up and be like, that was brilliant. Like, I've had experiences with that. Or like, that's just what I needed. Because it's we started top down of, how do you make money? with your content then how do you get more clients and students and people that way with your content and then how do you build your name and your brand because that's the hardest and longest but if we can get your relationships now that mean money now then you're going to keep making content so so was it um leading up to it like was like the nerves there like right off the bat and it just went away right when you spoke or what, what was kind of that experience like um so i'm a little odd um public speaking's never been a big deal for me. Um, I grew up, you know, going to a church where um, everybody at some point would speak to the congregation. And it was, you know, like 250, 300 people. Um, and I, I remember as a 15 year old going up to the person that I would assign who's talking. And I'm like, yo, man, why haven't you asked me to? We've been in this area for like three years. He's like, wait, excuse me, are you asking me to speak? I'm like, well, yeah, you haven't asked me yet. It's like, you just made my job so much easier. You can speak next week on whatever you want. It's like, okay, cool. I'll be there. <laughs> like, it's never been a big deal for me. And so, I mean, I was a little nervous going in because it's like, I want to help people. And I think that was the big thing that really helped calm my nerves because they're still there a little bit. But like, I, instead of trying to impress, I realized I'm just there to help. Whether I get a single client or it's a win or a loss for me, I'm there to give as much value and as much help as possible. And that helped a ton. And I mean, there was, there's probably 200 people in the room. Um, mm -hmm. so it was, it was good. And it just, you know, kind of goes away when the point is outside of you. It's selfless. It's to help. Mm -hmm. It's not to impress or to be seen as the expert. Like that's a nice side effect of speaking, but the real mm -hmm. thing is how many of those people actually went out and did something differently. Got it. Got it. So, I mean, what were like some of the lessons that you learned just like from this experience, uh, meeting Ryan, speaking at the event and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So for, I mean, anyone listening lessons that I took away one speaking should be on your list of things. If you're an expert in what you do, you coach clients, you sell courses, you're in the education space at all, getting out and speaking can do so much for you because the amount of potential clients, as well as the amount of clients that I'm, I mean, I've already signed on one, but I'm pretty sure there's several more like that amount of work that I would have to do to get in touch with all those people was so much more than just going out flying speaking and being in front of people um, and it means a lot more when a Ryan Pineda says hey this is my guy he's the expert on this than you trying to convince someone hey I'm the expert on this so if you have connections that way and you I mean even if you found someone high level and you help them and they can give you know good words and say hey this is my guy that means a lot. So if you can find opportunities to speak or to help others, um, that's huge. I mean, make that a goal. It, it wasn't a really a goal for me. Now I want to speak at least four times this year, that one down. So at least three more, um, and I'll probably go up the next year. I just, I don't travel much. We have a new baby, so it's a little difficult, but I loved it. It was awesome. I think the other thing that I learned is you need to get around people that are several levels ahead of you. Um, and I mean, as far as like, like Evans, my mentor in this space where he's several levels ahead, but financially success wise, everything else, everyone at that event, oh, probably not everyone, most of the people at that event are miles ahead of me. And so I learned a ton by being there and I made some really, really good connections. And 
you know, I'm spending t money and time to be able to be in that group permanently, whether I work with Ryan for the next five years or not, like I'm inserting myself into that group because of all of the value that's there. So get around people, go to, go to in-person events. I wasn't a believer. I was like, I'm not paying three grand for an event. That's, that's insane. More than worth it. Way more than worth it. Mm -hmm. so. Got it. Man, awesome. And so on the opposite side of the coin, were there times where you may have said something or you may have, like during your presentation, you're like, oh man, mm -hmm. maybe I can improve something the next time I'm in this position. Like, if so, what what was that? Yeah, I think, I don't know if I've really thought about it like that because it was such, mm -hmm. it was a small group. It wasn't like, and the cool thing was I went through the things that I wanted to talk about and then it was I was, I was like, I'm going to pause here. I could go deeper, but I see we have some questions. So let's answer those. And I just top into Q&A. And that, that for me is easy. Not everybody's like that, but I didn't have to prepare a ton. I maybe, I, I think I had a 30, 35 minute slot. I think I talked on my thing for 15 minutes and did Q&A for 15 minutes. Like oh, that wow. was so much easier because I do this every day. Like, but I don't know where they're at. And even going through, so I explained, you know, doing a biz dev show, doing a show the process show and doing... Um, you know, a thought leadership show, you know, all on the same channel, just different types of content. And so many people are like, what, what does biz dev mean? I'm like, oh, like I, for, I use that term all the time. Like I didn't realize that I should have <laughs> explained that a little bit better. Like what is, right. what does that mean? So, um, yeah, no, I think just being humble and being like, I know I didn't say everything perfectly. So ask your questions, <laughs> uh, was helpful. Can't always do that, but, um, I think that helped a lot. And, and so what were kind of the common questions that they were asking? Cause you, you mentioned that a lot of these guys are, they're successful, but I mean, they're kind of in the beginning phases of, of content creation. So what, what were some of the questions yeah. they asked? I think I got the most questions about the biz dev show. Um, in fact, I had, I think four invites to come on podcasts afterward to talk about the biz dev show. Um, and so really it's business development, right? Business mm -hmm. development. Yeah. Yeah. And really it's, I mean. Basically, you're finding someone who is a great potential client, is a great potential referral partner, is a great potential business connection in some way. Plan on the video getting zero views. It's probably not going to get zero, but just pretend it does. What value are you getting outside of that? And you plan it that way. Like These definitely aren't going to get a million views. But if they got zero views, is that relationship still valuable? And if it is, have that person on because instead of you cold emailing or cold calling and pitching them and saying, hey, we should work together, you're saying... I would love to promote you for an hour. Can we spend some time together? And inevitably, some at some point in the call when you're recording or after or before it comes up and it's like, what do you do again? Like how and you have that conversation naturally of this is how we can work together because you've just spent an hour showing interest in them, creating content for them and promoting them. And so they're like, Who is this person? Like, whoa, what do you do? And I've had a lot of you know, good connections or clients come from that because it's just like, we spent an hour together. So why would we not like, and we vibed well, if you don't, <laughs> you don't vibe well in an hour, you know, like, Hey, this is, I'm not going to pitch you because this is not going to be a good fit, but, um, you learn a lot that way. Oh, okay. So when you say business development, you're saying to, um, bring people on your channel, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily in your industry, but you know, someone that's uh, biz business driven or business related and then creating a relationship out of that. Um, yeah. Connection. Yeah. Whole Got point it. of that Got video it. is to the connection. Like what are, what value are you going to get there? Maybe they'll sign up for your services. Maybe they'll refer people to you because, and that's, that's the other thing here. You need to select the right people. So you wouldn't go like, if you like for what you do, you record 
local company's content, you're not going to go find someone that does that and have them on your show because that's a competitor. Right. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. like they're not going to refer you business. But if you find mm-hmm. someone that I don't know, maybe is a marketing agency and they don't have a video team, like, and you have that person on, and you're like, hey, I actually do video, and you know, if you know the clients you're running ads for ever need content created, I'm here, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. I've been looking for someone. And they don't know your work probably, but they just spent an hour with you. They know, like, and trust you at least somewhat. And you're going to be the first name they think of if they need stuff like that for help. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Wow. That's, that's incredible, man. So like, I guess my question is, um, you know, for those out there that want to get to your level to be able to speak at these events, to be able to have that great mentor in Evan. I guess you could say like beginner steps that they can take as far as like outreaching or finding that that solid network that will help them um, advance. Yeah, I think a couple of things. Um, first thing I would do is make sure you're prioritizing the right things. Um, I remember like, because I, I wanted to create content. I wanted people to know me. I wanted to get you know, known on YouTube because they're like, oh, if I do that, then people will hire me. And um, I do have some people now they are like, why, why would you even speak on this topic? You only have a couple thousand subs. It's like, well, it's my hobby more than anything. I'm not getting clients from my channel. Um, and so flipping that mindset where before I was like, oh, yeah, like I would have thought, oh, yeah, like who am I to talk about this? I really don't have subscribers. Instead, I have the results of my clients. And so I've focused on first building the business, making the money, getting well known that way. And whether I'm well-known on social media or not, I have the results and I can be confident in my abilities because I've actually done it. Um, And I have the money to be able to be okay. Like I never have to expect my content to make me money because I have a business that's actually running and doing things. The next thing I would say is find someone you feel like could be a good mentor. Find someone you feel like could be a good connection um, resource that way and reach out like you would be surprised how many people reach out to cold Instagram messages, cold emails, things like that. When you're offering help, when you're offering to give them something rather than trying to take something. Um, so, you know, if there is a great mentor and they say like you do get something where it's like, Hey, if you work for free, that works. Like don't think that you're so valuable that you can't work for free. Cause you're going to learn lessons that are going to make you way more than they would have paid you anyway. And I remember t- when we were talking to Evan about him investing and um, splitting revenue and things like that. I'm like, oh, like that. I'm going to give that up. And my mindset was very limited that way. It's like, I, I don't know if I want to give that up. But you need to realize giving up a portion of 10x what you're doing is way better <laughs> than the 1x you're doing okay. now. Um, and I mean, that's been true in, in my business. And so find someone that can help you. Um, mentors are huge. And what I've realized is that if a mentor has a financial incentive in your business to help you do well. So you're giving them a portion of your business, like ownership wise, you're going to get so much more help from them. You're not stealing their time. You're not like, they're not giving you their time as a gift. They're investing their time in you because they know it'll make them money. And so it might sound odd, but if you can find someone say, Hey, I'll give you a quarter of my business, please mentor me and I'll do all of the work. I'll do everything you say. That's going to be awesome. That's going to work well. Not, not everyone's going to be an awesome mentor that way, but that is, I, I would do that over a free mentor because free mentor has their own thing going on and there's no benefit right. to them to help you besides kindness of their heart kind of a deal. Um, and then figure out what your mission is. Like I, I felt like I knew what my mission was for a while. And I, I had the idea in my head for a while, um, but when I was on the trip speaking, a lot of people asked me what my purpose is because that was one of the, the talks. 
and it finally clicked. So don't expect to get it right the first time, but keep working on it. Um, but you know, I finally came to the point of like, you know, I want to help those with a mission be known. So creating content and getting known. And I want to help those who are already known to become legendary. I want to take Orion and get him out to the entire world. So, um, you know, if you have a mission, you want to be known, that's kind of my YouTube content. I'm trying to get you the best help I can because you can't afford me and that's okay. Like, I just want to help you as much as I can. But if you already are known and you can, like, I want to help you become a legend. Um, and, you know, maybe that means I'm remembered as a legend at some point, but maybe it's not. Maybe just those people that I helped remember me. And that's, that's just fine. Like, my, I thought my ambition was so much higher than it is, but now that I'm getting that success, I'm like, I just love becoming so much better by being around these people. I don't care if a billion people know me. Like, I care that the people that I care about and the people I respect know me and trust me and respect me. Amen, brother. That's, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, I think that's what uh, a lot of people are struggling with. I mean, myself included, sometimes it's like having that direction, um, being able to be like, okay, this is what, this is what I want to do. This is my mission. And I think there's times where, you know, doubt creeps in and they're just like, oh man, is this the right thing for me? Especially when you don't see results right away. You're just like, dude, is this the right time or is this the right avenue I'm going down? So like, do you ever, you know, when you were figuring out your mission, because you were saying that it doesn't have to be right right away. Um, mm -hmm. How did you know to that you should be pivoting towards a new mission and instead of like, okay, I'm going to persevere and keep going to yeah. see if this works. Like, how did you know, how did you find that silver lining? I guess you can say. I felt like I had my mission down several times. I think what really helped me, Evan has two books. One is built to serve and the other is your one word. And he walks you through a couple of exercises to figure out what is really the one thing that drives you because all of us have something that drives us at our core and it's innate. It's not something that evolves. It's not something that changes how you, you know, serve that mission, how you accomplish that might. But the thing that you value most has been with you your entire life and figuring that out isn't easy. Um, but you know, like in your one word, um, you come to like, you figure out like, Evans's belief and his mission is to help entrepreneurs around the world believe in themselves world you know people around the world believe in themselves more uh, because he believes everyone has Michael level or Michael Jordan level con oh, if I can say this right Michael Jordan level skills and talent at something but you know that potential hasn't been realized for everyone and a lot of it's because of a lack of belief and so for me, the word that I came to was legendary. And when I first came to that word, I was like, oh yeah, I want to be legendary. And over time I realized that sure, I want to be legendary, but more importantly, I want to help others become legendary. And that's something outside of me. That's something I can live on. That's something that I can sacrifice for because um, it's selfless. And so I think that's, that, that was a big help. Um, but I mean, what, what's your mission or I don't know if you're clarified on it or if you feel like you're trying to find it. That's why you're asking. But uh, what is your mission? Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good question. I, I'm still trying to find it myself. I mean, I know I want to help people in the, you know, the content creation space, but like being like specific, like even putting it down to one word, I'm, I'm not even there yet. So I'm, I'm definitely going to check out those. You, you said um, a built to serve. And then what mm -hmm. was the other one? One word? Uh, your one word. Yeah. Your one word. Yeah. So I'm definitely yeah. going to digest those. Um, just because like, I guess for me, it's, it's more like, 
so many things are going on, um, you know, business, family, relationships. And sometimes you just get so like overwhelmed and mm-hmm. you get pulled in like different directions. And sometimes it's just difficult to really just like be hyper-focused and just be like, okay, I'm yeah. going to focus on this one thing and this one thing only, especially when there's like opportunities everywhere, you know, yeah. opportunities to learn this opportunities to make money here, opportunities to, you know, play it safe and just do something stable. Um, yeah. You know, the list goes on and on. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not like trying to be negative in that, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing to not know your yeah. mission right away. I think it's, it's just part of the journey and, and it's part of the process. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping to, to really pare down and, and get specific on that soon. I didn't know it for a long time. And a lot of people, I mean, never figure it out. They just work their nine to five and, and don't ever even try to figure it out through their whole life. So the fact that you're even thinking about it and trying to figure it out puts you ahead of a lot of people. Um, but I did want to say something about the uh, distractions, the shiny object syndrome. Um, oh. One of the speakers mentioned a book, Rocket Fuel, um, and it talks about the, the visionary and the integrator and the business relationship there where visionary dreams up things and the integrator makes it happen. Um, and so I reread it because it's been a few years since I read it. And I'm like, crap, I'm a visionary, but I'm doing integrator type work. And I, I messaged Evan. I was like, what do I do with this? Like, does this even matter? He's like, nope. He's like, you know what you need to do in 2023 to hit your goals? It's just a distraction. Just go do your thing, man. I'm like, cool. Like, and he's so good about like, and that, I feel like that's what a mentor does. He like pulls you back to <laughs> with the blinders. Like, hey, we we were we were walking forward. Remember, we're we're not going back or to the side or you know looking over the cliff. We're 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 going straight. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> um, and so like, you know, when you say what can people do to get to my level? I still think of myself of like, Oh, I'm, I'm at the beginning. Like I have so much to learn and so much to grow. Like there are things I'm doing that I'm really proud of and I'm really excited about, but I, I see it just as the beginning. Like I have so much to learn. And I think if you lose that mindset, that's when, you know, you fail. It's because you, you're like, Oh, I've made it. Well, if you've made it, you can't climb any higher. So, you know, don't just sit down and <laughs> enjoy where you're at, I guess. But, but I always want to be getting better and Shiny objects take you off the path. So, I mean, those opportunities that you're seeing uh, around you, I think the biggest thing is make sure what you're doing is fulfilling, you know, personally as well as, you know, like if you can figure out what you think your mission is or figure it out in actuality, like keep moving towards that. Use your skills. But sometimes that means pivoting. Like, you know, we were chatting before we hit record. Like, I, I love video and audio just like you do you're doing it every day you get to really dive into that and i i don't and i could but i'd have to give up so much of the business potential that i have because of you know what i do and i'm not saying there's not potential in what you're doing i'm just saying for me i haven't been able to figure it out and so like i know what i can make over here and i haven't figured it out and so the potential is so much greater over here even though not exactly doing what i feel like i'm best at but i see all the results my clients get and i see the clients that hire me it's like i probably am way better over here but this is more fulfilling so i want to feel like i'm better over here and so this i mean this is part of why we do the show why i create content is scratch that itch i guess um but it just i haven't been able to figure out how it has the financial potential and so if people are listening they're like i i really think i should do this thing look adjacent there might be an opportunity where like you're working with, say you're like, I don't know, working with personal people, not businesses, not corporations. 
you could probably do that thing or something similar for a corporation, for a business, for someone bringing in seven, eight, nine figures a year. And if that's what they're bringing in, a few thousand dollars a month, chump change for them, as long as you're getting results. Whereas if you're working, depending on what you're doing, it's like if what you're charging now is too expensive for the clients you're working with now, you can't raise your rates, something's got to change. Maybe not the thing you do, but maybe the people you work for. Maybe maybe it is the thing you're doing. I don't know, but it's it, when you solve your money problems, you have time to do the thing that's fulfilling. Um, and I didn't, I didn't connect that until actually it was getting there. Cool, man. Well, uh, dude, that's super, super excited for you, man. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this isn't going to be the last time you're going to be, uh, speaking at an event like this and yeah, dude, yeah. it's just, uh, it's just, it's just cool to, to see it happen. Do you, and question for you, like what, what are some of your ambitious goals? Like for me speaking was on there, but I was never, I was like, uh, like that's, that's a ways down the road. I don't think. And then I got invited. I was like, Oh cool. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. do you have goals like that where you're like, Oh, like I kind of want to reach there, but I'm not really trying to, because I feel like maybe it's too ambitious. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say the whole podcast thing. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that's one of my big goals. I think I enjoy doing this. And I think, you know, when you're talking about like the business, I, I've seen your videos before you talked about, you know, doing the podcast show, uh, the business development side. Um, I do. That would be I think that's a goal of mine where I'm a little like, do I want to dedicate a lot of my time doing it when I, I enjoy shooting other videos as well mm -hmm. on my channel? And yeah, I would say it's probably that having like a consistent show every week where, um, you know, d doing doing the whole podcast thing. So I would say that for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to push you to do it ah, maybe subtly, but I think good. like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Like if you say the goals and then you have someone hold you accountable, it's much more likely to happen. And like worst mm -hmm. case is you get really, really good about connecting with the right people. Best case mm -hmm. is your business blows up and you've made all the right connections. Like there's no downside here besides yeah. the little bit of time to get that going. Right. And like you have yeah. so much skills yeah. and knowledge to share. Like you got to make it happen, man. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk offline, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've just been, I've been thinking about that and, and I think it's, Obviously, it's a um, it's an exploding, um, I guess you can say, industry right now. Um, so yeah, just taking advantage of it and being able to do it would be cool. Sweet, cool. Um, another question. I think the last thing we can talk about is uh, so many people set New Year's resolutions, and interestingly enough, like I listened to Stephen Bartlett. I did a video on him just now, but he talked about mm -hmm. scientifically, if you set a New Year's resolution, you're more likely to hit it as a goal than if you just set it as a regular goal. I think most people listening to this are probably high performers. So I think that stat's probably not as accurate. Um, because if you set a goal and you're a high performer, like usually you hit it, whether it's New Year's or not. But I was curious, what are some of your like your top three goals for this year and what you plan to do differently to be able to hit them? Man, good question. So I would say the first one is I really want to read a lot more. Um, so for me, um, I can't do like audibles and stuff. It has to be like oh, okay. the physical, physical form. Like uh, I'm okay. I started, I'm starting with this book, Bradley's. Um, there you go. The hard way, really yeah. good. So, so in, before in the past, I used to be like, okay, I'm gonna read one book a month. Yeah. And you know, it started out great. First three or four months, I was able to do that. Then you know, things come and go and things happen and was able wasn't able to achieve it so i just changed it the tinker that i made was 
I'm just going to read 10 to 20 pages a day. That's it. Okay. No matter what, no matter what book or whatever, I'm just going to read 10 to 20 pages a day. And I think um, doing that is a little bit, I feel it's a little bit easier to accomplish because you don't have that, that pressure to be like, Oh dude, I got to finish this book. Like, mm -hmm. but Oh my God, <laughs> it's, it's the 29th list. and I, yeah, it's the 29th. And I haven't even started reading a book yet, you know? So being yeah. able to have a smaller goals that way, um, I think, uh, is, is really going to help. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. Um, yeah. another I'm, goal I is, say I like that. Like oh, you're focusing yeah. on the process. You're not focusing on yeah. like, yes, finishing the book's great, but the process of reading every day is what's going to get you there. So I love that. Like that's, I think mm. I included and everyone listening, like focus on what you need to do daily to hit your goals, not hit the goal at the end of the year. Cause you're going to hit December. Like, Oh crap. I haven't even started. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, and then another goal is uh, to basically, it's more like, I guess you could say like financially driven. It's so I, I would love to pay off all like bad debt. Like that's, yeah. that's like another priority pay off all bad debt because um, for a lot of people that like really weighs down a lot mm -hmm. of your choices, especially if you're trying to run a business. So the great thing is that, you know, my wife and I are like on the same page when it comes to that. And we've developed a plan to be able to knock out this debt uh, by the end of this year. So um, that's a yeah. huge goal. So, so being able to cut out the things we don't really use, you know, cable, you know, making sacrifices on going out to eat and things like that. Honestly, at first I thought it was going to be pretty painful. Mm -hmm. um, but like when we actually developed the plan and we were actually to see on paper, like what we can accomplish, like I just got excited because it's like, dude, we have a clear direction where we're going to head and this is going to be able to put us in a better position, you know, buy rental properties, um, to scale the business or whatever and things like that. So I would yeah. say that's the, the second thing. And then the third one is, is for me once a month, I want to be able to attend whether it be in person or online, something to do with personal growth. Um, right now, I'm a part of Brad Lee's uh, elite uh, coaching program. It's like we meet like once a week. There's like an online Zoom call. He brings in experts that talks about you know entrepreneurship and things like that. Um, so I want to be able to do something like that um, once a month to just contribute to my personal growth because I think that's what holds back. A lot of people from accomplishing their goals is like they they themselves stop themselves from accomplishing something if that if that makes sense yeah. um so i would say those those uh three things i like that i like that a lot i think yeah. that's yeah. nice and balanced like it like too often it's goal it's like business business, business. like you have things where it's like hey if we pay off debt we can have a better lifestyle we can enjoy time at home and not be stressed like i think yeah. too often we New Year's resolutions. Remember when I was a kid, it was like, here's the hundred things I'm going to do this year. It's like, well, probably not. <laughs> but yeah. if you got a few key ones where it's like, hey, these few will make everything else better. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way to way to go. I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. How about you? How about you, man? Um, I think I actually have a couple of similar ones. Um, I think the first one really is to get the business in a place where I'm, you know, I'm able to hit the goals that I want, like the revenue goal. I'm already almost there at this, like for the month. Um, and we doubled it. Um, so by the end of the month, I expect to be most of the way there, which is crazy, but I, I want there to be balance there where I can take, you know, Fridays off or most, you know, Friday mornings off and be able to go to like the driving range or go golf 
Um, cause that one of my goals is to spend more time on personal stuff. Last year, business was really stressful. And so I didn't spend a whole lot of time. In fact, I don't think I went golfing a single time last year. And the year before that I went, I mean, not a lot, but dozen, two dozen times actually enjoyed <laughs> getting out and doing things. We bought snowboard gear last year. I didn't go to single time. Like just personal fun was sacrificed all year long. Um, and I don't recommend it. So I want to make sure I'm spending time each week to be able to do that as well as spend time with my family date night been historically poor at. So, um, you know, spend time each week, something I love like golfing, spending time with my family purposefully. Um, and then another one I want, I want to invest more this year, pay off debt. Yes, as well. But, um, I really feel like if you're not investing, then things aren't going to go so well. And, um, we've invested some in the past, but I can't really talk about it yet. Hopefully uh, when I can talk about it, maybe we'll mention it on the podcast here, but there's something I'm part of where I get special deals that I can have access to. And so, you know, setting aside revenue each month to be able to invest in that and then also pay off the bad debts, the high interest debts, not pay off any of the low interest debts because they're cheap money. But, um, yeah, I think just balance this year. It's kind of the the goal. That's great, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like, I like your goals as well, especially the golf part. Yes. <laughs> we got to get like, I love golf with like where Ryan has people pay him to go golf with him. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I mean, you're, you're paying for the business information, not necessarily yeah. like the, the golf. Yeah. But, so genius. Uh, so genius though. Yeah. I, like I would love to do something like that. I'm not going to charge mm -hmm. what he charges to golf. Cause you know, yeah. <laughs> don't have that kind of insight. But if someone's like, Hey, I'll pay you five, 500 bucks each time we go golf and mentor oh, me. Oh like, yeah. Heck yeah, yeah like, sweet. <laughs> Get my golf paid for. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so absolutely cool, cool. Well, any closing thoughts, questions? Uh, not for me, man. I yeah, I appreciate again. You know, I appreciate you sharing your insight, and I'm sure that's going to be an inspiration to you know people who are listening right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would say you know whoever's wanting to aspire to you know what you're doing, um, just uh, really list. Probably have to listen to the show a couple times, two or three times. Um, but I think, um, you know, seeing where you, where you started and where you're at now, you just, you, you just kept pushing forward. And I think the important thing is that, you know, you just continue to reinvent yourself, continuing to really just trust the process. And even if you have to pivot, you have to pivot, but, yeah. um, it's, it's just really inspiring to see that, um, you were able to, to get that up point. And I think anything, anything is possible at this point. So congrats, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the questions and I really admire everything you're doing with your business, man. Like I think people need to learn that it's hard work. Business is, is hard work and you've stuck to it and you've kept through it. Even in, I mean, we both have had times where like, I don't think this is right. Like what am I doing? And like, you know, you've stuck through it and that's very inspirational. Like I, I think if I have any thoughts, it's, it's to keep believing in yourself, keep doing the simple things that are going to build your business. Even if you see some shiny object, <laughs> keep on the basics because if you master the basics you're gonna keep through it and and don't give up if i mean if you have a deep core feeling and you're like this is not right the quitting is not quitting at that point quitting is pivoting to the right direction but if you like, you feel and you like this is right maybe not this exact thing but i'm on the right path don't ever give up the only time you fail is if you give up so just keep going well thanks everybody if you missed the past episode you can actually click right here and you can see that one and we'll catch you over there 
Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18-year-old built a five-figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.